0: I'm so
1: a big show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott 97.5 and 1280 of the zone live from Stonehaven Dental today here in Midvale, 7681 South 700 East. Call them today 385 557 0088 to get on the schedule. Uh, all new patients will get a free exam and a free x ray here at Stonehaven Dental. Gordon, we're going to talk to Jordan Pendleton coming up here in a moment, to uh, get his thoughts on BYU and adding that game. Against Coastal Carolina, what they could possibly do for them?
2: Yeah, uh, yeah, uh, it'll be he- interesting to hear what Jordan has to say. I think he'll think the same thing that you and I think—that this is uh, this is a good opportunity for BYU to play a ranked team, certainly better than staying idle. And uh, I, you know, this Coastal Carolina team—the more I educate myself about them, the better they look. Uh, this 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 will challenge BYU a little bit, I think. Yeah, I,
1: I think they've got they're they're very athletic. BYU, uh, as we talked about a little bit in the last segment, will probably have the size advantage. Uh, it, it, this, I think, Gordon should be the best team they've played all year. I mean, we'll see what becomes of Boise State, but uh, this, this should be a very worthy opponent. This, um, if BYU was able to stomp this team, I mean, that would really send a message.
2: Well, I don't. You know, we've got comparative scores. What do they mean, Jake? Do we? How yeah, much? Pretty do, much nothing. Uh, yeah, but Coastal Carolina beat uh, Texas State in similar fashion to BYU beating them. Uh, BYU beat them, uh, what was it fifty-two to fourteen, and Coastal Carolina beat Texas State forty-nine to fourteen. Wow, that seems comparable. I mean, you know. Have you ever done that exercise where you do
1: comparative scores where, like, you, you can make an argument <laughs> that Weber State wins the national title? You know, like, yeah, Weber yeah. beat this team that beat that team that beat that team that, yeah. that won the national title.
2: Well, that pretty much discredits any kind of comparable score. But, uh, <laughs> but I guess the, the point is here that Coastal Carolina can score points. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I mean, it, it, kind of like what we say about BYU, they pass the eye test. They've been beating these teams badly. Well, Costa Carolina has been beating a lot of teams similarly. So, All
1: right, let's jump out to the zone phone. Joining us now, former Cougar linebacker, our friend Jordan Pendleton. What's going on, Jordan? Hey, what's going on, guys? Uh, we're just talking about a, a new game that uh, it was uh, announced today, just uh, a short time before it's actually going to be played. But what do you think about uh, adding the Chanticleers?
3: Yeah, no. I'm, I was excited to. I was excited to see that that went through. Um, I I kind of mentioned this earlier, but I felt like we needed to get, you know, at least one or two bigger, bigger, t- bigger games on the schedule to, you know, not. I don't want to say validate because I feel like, you know, if you watch the games and you look at this BYU team, they they are a, they're a dang good team, and you know it's it's unfortunate the schedule that we've had but schedule aside I really feel like BYU is a is a good team I'm not the like I'm always honest with BYU I've, I feel like the last couple of years I've been hard on them and I, I try and make honest assessments and I feel like BYU is you know regardless of schedule is a really really good team this year and so I but you know with that being said um it, it's exciting to see them get uh, you know, a top-20-ranked team on their schedule because, you know, I, I really feel like BYU can compete with anybody this year, and, and I, I want to see them potentially have a chance to be able to play in, you know, a big game uh, come January. Jordan, you've been on the practice field. You've been in, uh, in the locker room. How difficult is it to prepare for a team on this short notice? Oh, it's it's extremely difficult. You know, sometimes – I mean, I remember – I. I, I was never in a situation like this but there was you know, sometimes where we had a game on Thursday or, or a game on Friday and you know, that quick turnaround when you get back from a Saturday game, Monday going out to practice, you're still recovering and you know, uh, you know, it's 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 more of a walkthrough on Monday. You're just trying to get your body back and, and get your legs back and you know, you're you're trying to prepare and, and, and start getting a, a grasp for, for what the other team does. And, and it takes a while to, to go through everything and, and you know, what formations they're in, what personnel they like to be in, what do they like to do on second and short, third and long, um, you know, studying the guys that you're going to be going up against. Um, how do they block you? And there's, there's so many different things that you study when you're going into a game. And to have that short of a notice, uh, they probably – don't know anything about the team you know it's a last second thing it's not like you were preparing for them you know our coaches actually game plan for teams way far in advance you know i remember in august they they'll watch film on the first five teams that we play so they're all, they already have an idea um and and so you know coaches prepare a month sometimes two months out in advance and so to have a, a game where you only have two days is, is pretty crazy, but I love it. I love how all the BYU players are are confident, and they just don't care. They want to go out and play regardless, and so I, I think it'll be fun. It'll be fun to see what they can come up with.
1: So, Jordan, diving into Coastal Carolina a little bit, and I, I'd be fibbing if I told you that I would uh, watched them a ton this year, obviously, but diving into the numbers, they're, they're a pretty balanced team. They run the ball more than they pass it. Uh, they, they have four different backs or actually three different backs in their quarterback that get work on the ground, but the, the quarterback, you know, the, the yards aren't eye popping. He's got seven, uh, 1700 yards this year, but you look at it, he's a 67% passer. He has 20 touchdowns to just one interception. I mean, this, this, this team can move the football. Tell us, uh, I mean, give us, or I guess, a reset your opinion on BYU's defense and how they're playing this year. And if they'll be up to the task.
3: Yeah, no, I'm, I I'll be honest with you, I I don't even think I've ever heard of Coastal uh, Carolina or whatever <laughs> they are. I mean, honestly, is this a, is this a new team? This is a serious question. Is this a newer team? They Cause I've yes, never... uh,
1: three years, I think. As, okay, uh, uh,
3: yeah. So it's Great, definitely... yeah, I, I I had never even heard of them, but you know, I when, when they scheduled the game, I did kind of look them up, and I was looking for some stuff, and you know, the the quarterback, you know, his his numbers kind of look similar to Zach Wilson's in a sense of just efficiency and, you know, his, his touchdown to interception ratio is, is really good. And, um, and I've looked at some of the games that they've played and kind of, um, you know, they're putting up a lot of points. And so um, I'm a, I'm a really excited. I felt like um, our offense has gotten a ton of credit this year, which I feel like, you know they they should they should get a lot of credit because they they score at will and they put up a lot of points. But I feel like our defense hasn't gotten enough credit for what they've been able to do this year. And one of the biggest things was being able to stop stop the run. I you know we're giving up less than w- w- way under. I think it is a uh, hundred yards rushing per game. I think it was last time I saw it was like sixty six rushing yards a game, which that's hard to do against any team. You know, and so. Um, but now this team has, you know, the ability to run and they, they also have an efficient quarterback that doesn't, has only turned the ball over one time, um, you you know, throwing the ball. And so I, I feel like we're going to get a really good look at BYU's defense, this game against a, a balanced team that is able, that has been able to run and pass, um, efficiently on other teams. And so it'll be a good challenge for us. And I'm excited to see how we handle it, but you know, I, I feel like BYU's defense hasn't gotten enough credit this year just because our offense has done, you know, unbelievable things. You know, to Jake's point, Jordan,
2: uh, Coastal Carolina is averaging two hundred and twenty two rushing yards per game. And like you were just talking about BYU's defense <laughs> likes to keep teams down under hundred. And uh it, Jake was talking about the balance. Two thousand one hundred and thirty four rushing yards. On more attempts than passes, but they have 2,037 yards passing. So that really, that that strikes me as being really effective to be able to keep a defense uh, sort of unaware and off balance as to whether they're going to get punched in the mouth with a run or they're going to have to dance around and defend the pass. I wonder. I wonder how the Cougars will do with that kind of uh, with that kind of equal. Yardage gained on both sides of that.
3: Yeah, absolutely, and and um, you know, anytime you play against a team that can do both, it presents challenges. And you know, I'm I'm not super familiar with you know what BYU's kind of approach is on defense. I'm not in the I'm not in the film rooms. I, you know, I'm not there as a player, but I can just tell you from experience, our our goal was always to make sure that we stop the run. And, you know, if a team can just come out and just run all over you, then it becomes very difficult as a defender to, to stop them because then you you get so run-dominant on defense. Like, we've got to stop the run, we've got to stop the run. You start stacking the box, and then it, it opens it up for the offense to be able to pick you apart in the passing game. And with this quarterback and his numbers, um, he, he's he's been able to move the ball really well. And, uh, and he hasn't – I mean, he's only thrown one interception to, to 20 touchdowns. So, you know, So I, I think BYU definitely needs to focus on stopping the run. And, and if, you can, if you can set the tone in that first quarter and, and basically tell them, hey, you're not going to be able to run on us and, with, and, and without having to stack the blocks, right, um, you know, either with a three- or four-man front, if, if we have enough guys in coverage and we're still able to stop the run – then we're going to force them to have to throw the ball, and that's when we can start some pressure and, and mixing things up. And so, you know, I'll be excited to see what their game plan is and, and you know, if they're able to handle um, their, their offense this, this weekend. Jordan, earlier today, Tom Homo did a, a
1: media availability, and he was asked, um, you know, how hard this this whole situation has been for him. And he got he got emotional. I mean, it it was obvious he got emotional about it. And then he talked about how that his players want to play. And long story short, he basically said that, that that's what he's focused on is giving them that opportunity. And it really, sounded like he you know his message was I'm out there fighting for my players and their opportunity. You know, channel your former player here for a moment. Is that something that would give? Uh, the players maybe an extra spring in their step, that their AD is, is got their back?
3: Oh, absolutely, 100%. You know, this, this has been a tough year for, for everybody. Um, you know, I'm just glad that BYU is, was able to put a schedule together, and I know it wasn't ideal, but it's been a rough year for everybody. But I, I think, you know, where the players are at right now is, is they're confident, and they know that they have a, a dang good football team and they really do, and, and they've come out every single week and they've proven it, and I really feel like, you know, this year specifically for BYU, they've got a very talented team and they know that, and I think it hurts them a little bit inside having to, oh, man, you know, constantly try and prove themselves just because of the schedule that they've been playing. And so to, to get a game like this, that can hopefully help them, you know, crack that top 10 or, you know, maybe give them a chance to, to play in a big game in January. You know, I think, I think Tom's done a, a great job this year of, one, just getting a schedule, not folding the season. And, um, and, I, and I think, you know, him, him kind of going out and, and putting it on his back and putting it on his shoulders would definitely mean a lot to all the players because they're hungry and they want to go prove themselves. As much as they possibly can.
2: Jordan, how tough is it to travel 2,200 uh, miles to play a game? Is that is that overrated, or does that uh, have some effect on a team?
3: Oh, it, it's definitely challenging. I, I remember when we played against you know Florida State, and it's a long flight. Um, yeah. you, you're kind of jet lag a little bit, and then you got the time you got the time zone that's different, and you're you're, you're kind of out of out of your routine. You're out of your your schedule a little bit and then the climate change as well and you know there's you know there's a lot of us it's you know it's later in the year now but we would have to get ivs i mean we would be dripping it you know just in warm-ups losing so much water just because of the climate change you're not used to it and it definitely does affect you to some to some extent uh especially on this short of a notice and so you know it, these guys got a obviously battle through it but it it definitely is challenging you know when you're you got a five hour flight and then you're two hours ahead and now your sleep schedule is all screwed up and so for these guys that prepare and go about it the right way it definitely has its challenges but um i don't think it's going to matter this weekend i think these guys are just excited to be able to go and and uh and play against play against a, a you know a top 20 team
1: you know, uh, Jordan, with Zach Wilson being so hyped, uh, you can't help but keep an eye on uh, mock drafts for the NFL, and uh, most of them have him going in the first round. If it were you, would it would that be a hard decision to stay or go, or would it be kind of a no brainer? Yeah, I'm taking the cash.
3: Well, it it would definitely be a tough decision, just because, you know, I, I mean, obviously, you look at it and you say Zach, just go and, and take the money and and go in the first round because. You know, coming back, it's going to be very hard to one-up what he was able to accomplish this year. Um, on on the competitive side of Zach Wilson, you also want to stay and have a schedule next year that is, you know, a, a, a good schedule where we're playing against a lot of good teams and be able to, you know, prove yourself even more. I don't think he needs to, but there is that competitive side of you that's like, you know what, this – this year, we, our team is awesome. I'm going to, I'm going to be a senior. Um, you know, there's, there's, I mean, once you go to the NFL, it's different. And it, you know, there's, there's something to be said about playing with a lot of your, your buddies and your best friends and, and he's going to be a senior. He's going to have senior receivers that have been with him since they were all freshmen. And so it definitely presents its challenges, making a decision like that. You, you want to come back and, and give it one more go and see how far you can go and, Uh, Especially with this year being such a weird year, um, you kind of want to relive, relive your senior year and have that moment with a good schedule and with all your guys that you've kind of grown up with as freshmen. But at the same time, I don't know how you'd you'd pass down an opportunity that you know you you, you now you you know you risk maybe getting injured next year. And there's a lot that goes into it. And oh man. I'm glad I don't have to make that decision because that would be tough. Um, It's special. It's got to be special to be a a quarterback at BYU just with the history of all the great quarterbacks that have come out of that school. And to have a chance to to play there again one more year, it would be tough to turn down. But I can't see him not, um, you know, running and, and money.
2: Okay, so I have one last question here. And it's really for both of you guys. Uh, Jordan, you first, but Jake, I'd, I'd like to know where you are on this. Are you guys believers in time of possession? Because Coastal Carolina is averaging like seven or eight minutes more than its opponent per game. They're 33 and, and, a, and a bunch of change versus 26 and a little change. Uh, this is a team that likes to possess the ball. I wonder, I wonder, you know, because if this team wants to keep the ball away from uh, Zach Wilson, well, that's
3: a pretty good way to do it. Yeah, I know, that's a phenomenal question. I'm a huge believer in that and I think, you know, it it's um you know, if if you can keep a a great offense off the field for most of the game, then it ups your chances of winning by by a long shot. And on the flip side of that, when you're on the defensive side of the ball, um it you know, it, it gets pretty wearing when you feel like you're constantly out on the field. And so, um you know, I'm I'm a huge believer in time of possession. I think it can Totally change the outcome of a game, and you know if you can you can go a whole quarter and take eight minutes off the clock and, and only give the other team really small opportunities and small windows to, to go down and score. It makes it very hard to win a football game that way. So um, you know it's it's you know it's up to BYU's defense to get some three and outs and not be on the field so long that we so we can get the ball because they're not turning the ball over a ton. And, you know, so we can't rely on, you know, solely turnovers. We've got to get some stops and get some three and outs to get the ball in Zach Wilson's hands so he can go down and score.
1: My thoughts on time of possession, Gordon, I think it, uh, to, and disagree with me if I'm wrong here, Jordan, but it depends on what kind of team you are, right? I mean, the the Aggies under Jordan Love, uh, Matt Wells' last year at Utah State, they were scoring, you know, in 30 seconds or whatever. So the time of possession wasn't necessarily – uh, accurate to the to the score but if you're like Utah has been traditionally where you're a run it team and you're defensive oriented well then yeah you want to dominate the the time of possession so i don't well i don't know which of those philosophies would apply to this uh, this year's cougar's team but i i would say it it varies depending on what type of team you are right
3: yeah no that, you make a you make a phenomenal point there it it just went when you have a limited amount of time to be on offense, it makes the room for error that much smaller. And, you know, when you do get the ball in your hands, if you don't score or you, you're not at least getting a field goal or putting up points, um, you know, obviously you would be awesome to score fast and score in 30 seconds. But if, you, if you're not and you're not getting the ball back very frequently, then, you know, it, it, it comes to a point where you got to start, um, you know, getting really aggressive and, and, getting out of kind of getting out of the game plan a little bit so it can take you out of the game plan and force you to do stuff that you're you know not wanting to do because you're you you know you got to go and get points immediately and so but i agree with you that it depends it, um, but it definitely um it definitely is a big thing time of possession is always a big thing
2: you know one way that they've been able to possess the the ball the way they have is it that- and I don't know how these averages are. Jordan, do you remember what would be considered a, a good third-down percentage? Because Coastal Carolina averages 55% on third-down conversions. And on fourth-down conversions, 80, over 83%. So this is a team that knows how to keep drives alive.
3: Yeah, I mean, any anything over 50% is is phenomenal on third-down. If, if, you know, you get in a third-down situation and you're converting on – on more than half of them then that's a good percentage and it's and that makes it tough for the defense as well because you're you're you're, you're getting a lot of plays and um, and you know with that you start getting tired you start getting worn down a little bit you, you get them to third down and then they get a first down it's also it becomes a mental challenge at that point as well
1: jordan thank you very much as always we appreciate it
3: awesome hey thanks guys Have-
1: Back at you. Enjoy the game this weekend. That's our friend Jordan Pendleton, uh, former uh, BYU linebacker, here on the Big Show, 97.5 and twelve-eighty of the Zone.
2: Interesting stuff. Yeah. The more I look at this game, the more interesting it becomes, Jake.
1: Well, yeah, I think Coastal Carolina is a good team.
2: Yeah. You know,
1: you're you're not. Uh, what are they? Nine to zero. You're not nine to zero in any league unless you've got something going for you. You know. Yeah. So it's you know, it's the Sun to... Belt, not the SEC, but still. Win yeah. nine games in a row. You're
2: doing something right? I don't think there's a whole lot of football talent in South Carolina. Do you? Oh. No, no. I mean, not at all. How do they? Uh, <laughs> how do they even go on? How does that work? If you can't, uh, if you can't, if Clemson doesn't want you, do you go to Coastal Carolina?
1: Well, South Carolina's South Carolina? not very good this year. Yeah. yeah. No, they moved off of Muschamp, right? Uh, I don't know. But Clemson, I mean, Clemson wasn't dominant until recently. They figured something out. Hmm. All right. Uh, we are live today from Stonehaven Dental, their Midvale location, 7681 South, 700 East. The number to call, 385-557-0088. Our friend Kyle jumping on the show once again. And, uh, Kyle, uh, you're doing a lot for our listeners right now. Yeah, i just trying to get the word out about who we are what we do and some of the cool promotions that we offer well let's uh let's jump into those promotions because it's uh they're pretty cool yeah so i'm sure you've talked about this on the station already we do the free laughing gas for new patients we also offer them free exams free x-rays and right now with the holidays going on we're also offering flexible payment options so that way you can get in get treated get out of pain but not break the bank this holiday season So I can come in for a cleaning and get that free laughing gas? Absolutely. Can I come in just to say hi and get that free laughing gas? Maybe for you. (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm just joking. But that's awesome. So free exam, free x-ray. You guys have a number of great uh, payment options. And, of course, you're uh, always taking new patients, right? Oh, absolutely. All right. So here is the number to call to get on the schedule, Uh, 385-557-0088. But you also do walk-ins, right? Yes, we love walk-ins. All right, or drop on by 7681 South, 700 East, right here in Midvale, right next to the Harmons. Super easy to find. Thank you, Kyle. Appreciate you. Thank you. All right, more next, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone.
0: Utah's highest-rated, most-listened-to sports radio afternoon show. This is The Big Show, presented by Big O Tires. Stop by your locally-owned Big O Tires for no credit needed financing and the best prices on winter tires. Big O Tires, the team you trust. This is 97.5, 1280 The Zone, and The Zone Sports Network. It's The Big Show. Gordon
1: Monson, Jig Scott, 97.5, and 1280 The Zone. Big thanks to our title sponsor, Big O Tires. Stop by your locally owned and operated Big O Tires for no credit needed financing and the lowest price on every tire every day. I'm with you, Austin. I think this is Alice Cooper's
4: best song. Oh, there's It's no contest. This is a great song. No doubt about it. it gets me going.
1: I You know, I still love his uh, cameo in Wayne's World.
2: That's a just great a, moment, yeah.
1: Just amazing. Have you seen Wayne's World, Gordon?
2: Yes uh uh
1: uh-huh. where he's uh he's, he said actually it's pronounced Milwaukee it's Algonquin <laughs> for the good land it's so funny <laughs> so so funny that's
4: a timeless comedy it doesn't matter if you have a 7 year old at home they'll think it's funny
1: yeah i uh, wades world was uh, was really good although gordon surprised me uh, we were talking off the air earlier that uh, you've never seen uh, my cousin vinny
2: yeah. I mean I may have seen bits and pieces of it, but I've never sat down and watched the whole movie.
1: Marissa Tomei won the Oscar for that movie for Best Supporting Actress.
2: Yeah. I, I, I was aware of that. Mm-hmm.
1: You would like it. I think you need to uh you need to watch it. Catch the movie zone by the way coming up tonight. Uh uh seven
4: o'clock, Austin, I believe. Seven o'clock. Every Thursday, yeah. Unless well, there's uh, Utah State. Yeah.
1: yeah, right, right, right. I was trying to think in my head of whether or not we had Utah State tonight. But uh, do, we have a, do we have a poll question for the movie zone?
4: We do indeed, uh, and you can take this any way you'd like to. What is the coolest movie ever made?
1: Coolest? Hmm. See, Austin leaves that cool up to interpretation, which makes this difficult, in my opinion, because my interpretation of coolest was definitely different than Johnny Lightfoot's when I talked to him about this off the air. How so? Well, because he interpreted it, I think, as like cool actors. Where I interpreted it as like my answer is Memento, because the concept the first time I watched it, I thought was extremely cool, like a movie that happens backwards.
2: Huh. cool! <laughs> I'm just sitting here thinking. You know, cool. Have we broke, Gordon? <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah, you did. Huh. I'm just sitting. I'm just sitting here going. How do I define cool? Huh. I mean, is it is it uh, is it the message, like you said, or is it is is it the acting, or is it the scenery? Is it uh, the setup?
4: I, some people hmm. took it literally with the the name of the movie, "Cool Runnings." Got some nods. Frozen has come up a few times. So, Cool
1: Hand Luke. See, yep. Or what about uh, the uh, uh, the Brad Pitt hit? cool world you remember that movie austin Was that animated huh. yes it was just a <laughs> dreadful movie
4: but i've never heard of it no really google yeah. cool world now the last time a co-worker here at the zone told me to google a movie scene it ended with mike from it giving me a no
1: call, I, so. I i mean i think it might be rated r but i don't think you would get in trouble for that's for what Googling this guy said cool world i'm not saying google a scene you google the movie google the trailer
4: I've always Googled.
1: Yeah, you, you <laughs> have. That is true. Other, pe- other people on the show, I'm not so but, sure.
4: But just to be clear, by the way, the movie zone this week is tomorrow at 7 uh, because tonight there is Utah State. Okay, yeah, that's
1: what I was
2: saying. Uh, so sure here, here's the thing, man. When you ask a question like that, I mean, it's always hard to whittle it down to one, but especially in this case because I'm still trying to figure out the definition of what's cool. So I'm gonna be here well, a that's while. That's obvious. Yeah. I, I just You're don't gonna know be that. here a while. I'm gonna be here a while. <laughs> <laughs> we'll we'll <laughs> wait on air. What are we supposed to do during that while? You want
1: Austin to hum?
2: <laughs> Austin, could you give us a rendition of your favorite yeah. song?
4: i uh, Poison by Alice Cooper. You know, this is one of those
2: questions where I might, I might have to find like a real quiet space somewhere. And shut the door, and really sit down and think this yeah, through. Well,
4: then, them. never mind.
2: Uh, uh, yeah, that is. Uh, we're not solving tuned. world
4: peace. We're no, looking we're for a movie name. Any movie yeah, name but, will do.
2: See, I've always taken a question like that pretty seriously. Uh, I remember one time. What's, yeah, the what's the
1: coolest? The, what's the coolest movie? You've I said a question a th-
2: like that, not that question. <laughs> But I remember one time somebody was putting a thing together over at the Tribune and they asked me for my five favorite movies of all time. And I'm telling you, that took me, uh, that, that was an exercise that took some time. Because I, you know, I, in that case, I was committing to something and I really had to think it through. You know? Because you put more will... thought
4: into that than your Heisman vote that year, I believe.
2: Well, one year, but I, I did not put more thought into it than my daughter did. She studied it like, it's you know, your
4: Heisman vote. Uh,
2: I know, but I had to approve it. I didn't just rubber stamp it. No, Spe- didn't. speaking of which, when is the, uh, when's the Heisman deadline?
4: Eh, who cares? Uh, I
2: have no idea. I don't have a Heisman vote.
4: <laughs> Wait, did they give it back to you? They did, didn't they?
2: Oh yeah, a long time ago. Oh. Yeah, I've been doing that. Although I haven't I don't recall hearing from them this year so far. Oh boy. So. I don't know. How many of us are there in this state? Five or ten or something like that? I don't One, know one less I'm this year. Builders.
1: Uh quick update by the way, uh love this. I'm I'm now following uh, BYU equipment on Twitter because they're doing uh <laughs> they're tracking the progress of the truck. Where uh, are they? And a, an hour ago they made a pit stop just north of Kansas City. Just they North stopped at a what? Shell station. <laughs>
2: oh wait, are they on
1: seventy? Uh, I I don't know. It's pronounced the seventy though.
2: <laughs> oh man, they must be if they're down because eighties uh, going through Nebraska and all that. So
4: looks like they, they're coming up on construction through Illinois though, so they might uh, hit some snags there.
2: Uh, that's not good. Maybe I, they ought I to ha- get off I the have, seventy. <laughs> I have zero doubt. That they're gonna get, they're gonna get there, they're gonna get there. What if, they, what if they were unfortunate enough to have engine problems or something? What do you do? Do you have like a backup truck that can come and unload that whole thing and load up a, a spare and get it on its way all the all the way from Provo? Huh?
4: Looks like they're you about know. halfway right now. Almost but exactly. It,
1: Tom definitely did bring up today when he was talking about it the the possibility that it might not
2: make it. I mean, he <laughs> said – he's like, oh, I just hope it makes it. I hope it gets there. Well, sometimes you can <laughs> run into weather at this time of year, like, like Austin was saying. And I, or I guess you were talking about road construction. But, uh, you know, you get into a, a bad storm somewhere, and that, that could be – Do you
1: think they uh, – serious question. Do you think they have to take, like, backup uniforms with them on the plane? Just in no. case the the truck doesn't get
2: there. No, because they can't they can't load all that stuff on a plane. No, no, no. Just the uniforms, just like the the jersey and the pants. Uh, I, I,
1: what if I they have know. a
4: small fire like in planes, trains, and automobiles? That's a great movie.
2: What if I? Well, true. What if the what if the Cougars couldn't get their stuff there? Do you think they would would they go over to Clemson and say, "Hey, fellas, can we can well, we uh, what... borrow your paw print helmets?" Well, that's what Tom said. With the with the pads, they'd use Coastal's
1: backup pads. I don't know what helmets they'd use. Maybe they take the helmet with them on the plane. That's why I'm bringing
2: this up. What if it doesn't make it? You take backups with you.
0: <laughs>
2: wow. What, what would they wear? Like uh, Coastal Carolina's uh, white jerseys versus uh, versus their dark jerseys. There's I'd... an idea. And then then Coastal Carolina might get confused though, and think, uh, wait wait who we who we playing?
4: I think, I think I hope they do what they did in Little Giants, where they just find household items uh, and and turn those into football equipment.
2: A great call,
4: the,
1: <laughs> like what call. Oh, couch uh, Zach, cushions and uh, yeah. Zach Wilson out helmets. there. Uh, Zach Wilson out there with a bucket on his head. <laughs> <laughs> it's metal. <laughs>
4: oh man, yeah. oh, what they, shoes would they wear? I wonder. Hmm. Just shower shoes. <laughs>
2: I like
1: rob Robbie Sasha out Sanders. there
4: uh, wearing
1: oven mitts for gloves.
4: <laughs> That's exactly right. <laughs> Duct tape on.
1: Uh yeah, I don't know. I don't know what they do. But I'll tell you what, they do whatever they had to do to play this game. That that message was certainly
2: received loud and clear earlier today. Well, that you know, that truck that truck is pretty darn important, you know. Uh, I, you know, if there was some incident along the way where the truck couldn't get there, I, 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 I think they'd bring in a backup truck, and then they, what they would do, BYU would call all the local ward members and have them come out and help load uh, the truck, all the stuff from one truck onto the other. Now, now, I'm going to break some news
1: to you here, Gordon. You know, you can take the trailer off of the truck and onto a different truck.
2: Well, what if the trailer is part of the problem? <laughs>
4: Uh, that's a good point.
2: I'm so glad we're, we're, we're going through and, and
1: doing this for BYU. Helping M- maybe them. the You're driver's
4: 64-ounce uh, uh, starts to fall, and he reaches over to grab it and jackknifes the trailer. <laughs>
1: i so glad we're doing. And scenarios. and it causes
4: the the cattle truck in, behind him to to scatter. <laughs> and now there's cattle running all over the I-70. Now and he's... then up ahead, a, a helicopter has to make an emergency landing, and they're trapped. Then what, Jake?
1: <laughs> then what are they going to do? What if it's accidentally, you know, while driving through some sort of military range, it's hit by some sort of <laughs> missile? <laughs> People trying <laughs> to they run out of Wichita. What are they going to do then?
4: <laughs> People train run out of stubville. Bill. Uh, I'm, I'm
2: checking 20. here. Let me see. If they're on 70 and they're stopping, they, uh, I'm, I'm trying to find where huh. they, they could cut down on 24 over to the 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 70, yeah, 75 and then hook on the 20 and head on up there where they need to be. The
4: 20 this time of year? Push off.
2: That's a toll like, road, right? It looks like that might be. Uh, Maybe a good if way you're to a go.
4: motorcycle.
2: Now, they could cut down on 55 and cut over through Nashville, I guess, if they wanted to do it that way.
4: And they'll, they'll burn twice as much gas.
2: Oh, they could, they could uh, hit Dolly World on their way if they go through <laughs> Nashville. Or they could take uh, 70, get on to 64, and then cut on down from 75 that way out of Frankfurt. And Wait, then, what, uh, are, what are we doing here? Well, I I, I love this stuff. What? My, my, You're the my only dad one. used to. My dad, <laughs> my dad used to love taking us on these trips. On on, I've been on all these roads, and uh, you know, seeing everything along the way. Not that I would love uh, to live on the road, but uh, you know, these these routes are. There's a lot of open highway out there. <laughs>
4: You'd make a great long haul trucker.
1: <laughs> I don't think so. You should, you know what Gordon, you should really you should start a podcast and just call it Atlas. And <laughs> and they, all the all the content will just be, you know, you could take the 306, uh, then uh, on to the 2, uh all the way to Wichita. You could hit a gas station along the way. Hang on. Well, what is it Bugs Bunny always used to say, take a left at Albuquerque?
4: Chattanooga,
2: yeah. (laughs) Let me see where Chattanooga would uh, put you on the... You could slip on over on the 40. I'm telling you what, the downloads would be limitless. I mean, just (laughs) millions. It would be an instant hit. Man, think about all the miles those trucks get on. They they roll up a ton of mileage. What year was it when BYU was traveling all over the country? Uh, They had like three or four different uh, games back east, and that truck is... Rolling there and back, man. That's well, a whole uh, lot of driving. Last
1: year, and I, I don't mean to bring up an unfortunate story because it was really sad, but um, uh, the the guy who drove the truck for the Aggies for like years, like decades. Uh-huh. uh passed away and i can't remember maybe it was scotty who did this or somebody added up the the mileage that he had driven over the years and it was oh, it was pretty it, it was pretty yeah it was pretty nuts mammoth.
4: had the greatest mullet in the history of haircuts That oh, man. yeah he, he did, was a absolutely. gem
1: and he yep you could always spot him on the sidelines too i i heard i never met him but i i heard he was a he was a really great dude
4: he was a fun uh, time yep
1: but yeah the the amount of road that he covered uh, was just astounding
2: yeah, I'm. I, I, it's not a job I would love to have, but think of the sights you'll see. What, what would you be? I see. I think you would be a better truck driver than you would be a chef. <laughs> like way better. Uh, I think I could do either if I set my mind to it. See, I don't. That's where we differ here. I think you could be a truck driver though. The problem with being a truck driver is, man, you got to know every bit and piece of that truck. And you got to know how it works, and if you need to pull out a wrench and uh, get that thing fixed up, and th- those engines are pretty complicated these days. That take a yeah, whole but lot of you study. Would- But Lisa confirmed to us that you only cook one thing a year,
1: and that just requires opening a couple of cans, man. Not true. That's not true. She's just joking around. Are you saying Lisa is not uh, being
2: honest with us? Because I thought she was being very honest. She's. I think she's always honest. She's playing along. You know, she just, she just, she knows what you guys are are after, and so she. She just sort of lets you have your fun. That is not true. It is true, man. And by the I, way, I, I I cook some every day. Whenever
1: well, uh, not we, every day, but almost. And by the way, whenever we disagree with Lisa, you always come out with "Are our...
4: you calling my wife a
1: liar?" <laughs> <laughs> and now, where we say, "Oh yeah, Lisa is being honest with us." Oh, she's just fooling around. <laughs>
2: oh, man. It's a little self-serving, no? All right, Jake, let me ask you a question. Okay. When you retire, would you uh, – uh, would how's this sound? Get yourself uh, some sort of, you know, van, uh, camper van, and drive to every game that vatech plays. Do you think that would be fun? Yes. However,
1: I don't – you know, I like camping. I don't know if – uh, I don't know about the
2: camper part. Well, you don't have to camp. You can just use it, use the convenience of the van and stay in a hotel if you want to. But along the way, you've got all the all the stuff that you want. And uh, But uh, the point is, you'd be driving to every game they would play. Does that sound even remotely entertaining or fun to you? Yeah, but I could do that in my sedan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but there are advantages to the camper because you get, you know you have facilities in there. of your in, in you, hotels. You've got refrigerators, you've got food, you got a stove, you got a bathroom. You got uh, if you want to take a nap while Naz is driving, you go lay down. I can put a cooler
1: in my sedan, and there are I don't know if you do this, but there are rest areas all across the country. Every once in a while on the highway, you see those blue signs that say rest area. Yeah, uh, they have facilities there.
2: Oh, believe me, I have traveled this country. Uh, I have. I've I've been all over. I've been in almost every state, uh, much of it driving, some of it flying, a lot of it flying, but a lot of it driving, too. And I've, I've been to those restrooms. I know. I know exactly what you're talking about. In fact, one of the nicest bathrooms I ever had the privilege of using was at a rest stop. Uh, did I say rest um, home or did I say rest stop? I meant rest stop. And, uh, and uh, yeah, it was plush. It had uh, everything you would need. <laughs> All right. Coming up next. Thanks, George. Austin's
1: Castano. List. <laughs> Austin's List straight ahead. Live from uh, Stonehaven Dental. It's
0: the big uh, show. 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. There isn't much that makes Austin Horton angry. Wait, who are we kidding? Almost everything makes Austin upset. This is Austin's airing of grievances. The tradition begins with the airing of grievances. On 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. All right, it's time for Austin's
1: list. Our producer, Austin Horton, has an enemies list. You don't want to end up on it, but we put people on it all the time. Who's going on the enemy's list today there, off? Awesome.
4: Captain Goodtime here uh, <laughs> to let you know that someone's not going to have as good a time because they're about to go on the list. And I'm not going to name them, mostly because I don't have their actual name, but I'm also not going to name the, the, uh, the property in question here just because it's not ruined my place. But there is a landlord or lady in Utah County that is getting on the list today. A man uh, is, has been given three, maybe four months left to live. He's dying of colon cancer. It's awful. Terrible, heartbreaking story. He has the ability to continue to pay his rent for he, his mother, and his teenage daughter. They, the three of them live together. However, since he signed his first lease, and with this, that lease now coming uh, to an expiration date, he went in to sign a new lease. And throughout filling out the paperwork, it asks for your income. And usually they want, as he says, three, sometimes five times the amount of, your, of rent to match your income. He has lost his income, has been cut in half because he's had to go on disability. He can't work because he's dying, as I said, from colon cancer. And so he, he lost half his income and they have rejected his uh, application to extend the lease and they're going to evict him now that's the that's the right it's their legal right but I, wa- I, I was curious and he's still gonna make enough money to cover the rent but they're telling him that their attorneys have, have uh, advised them to not sign him to a new lease for fear that his income won't back up the rent that really 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 does not sit well with me at all because now this man as i mentioned now for the third time dying of cancer and still is supporting his mother who can't work and his teenage daughter who you know is a teenager and goes to school they are now having to face the possibility of not only losing him in the coming months but being homeless as well have a freaking heart and let them pay the rent that they're still going to be able to afford and let them have a place to live will you
1: yeah, that's, that's rough. That's uh, well-earned on the list there, Austin.
4: So the, the, they're on the list, and it's a lifetime membership to the list for this person. <laughs> All right. There's you know, no coming back from it.
2: Even if you have rules in place, sometimes there's a time and a place to bend those rules. Right. You know?
4: And, you know, I know you don't agree with this philosophy, Gordon, but, Jake, this would not happen if tar and feathering was on the table. I I totally agree. We need to bring it back. We can't evict back. A cancer patient. That's uh, Or you're tarred and feathered. It would be a big time to turn. Yeah. I'm with you, buddy. All right. We're live here at
1: Stonehaven Dental. We're in Midvale, 7681 South, 700 East, right next to Harmon. It's really easy to find. Here's the number to call, 385-557-0088. And Lee is jumping on the show with us. Hi, Lee. How are you?
5: I'm good. How are you? Hey,
1: doing great. Thanks for having us out today. We appreciate
5: it. Of course. It's nice to have you guys here.
1: Hey, you take such great care of our listeners let's talk about uh, what you're doing for uh, for new patients right now
5: so for new patients uh, especially ones without insurance we've been going through our system and really really looking forward to inviting those patients who don't have insurance because now we have what's called smile 360 which is our dental savings club it gives patients who don't have that insurance to get the quality dental care that they need at at an affordable price without all the hassle
1: right so that's that's got to be that's got a weigh on a lot of people, so having a program like that is pretty cool.
5: Yeah, it really does, um, especially for me. I've been going through Smile 360 for a little while now. I've been going to Stonehaven since I was a kid, and so it really means a lot that I can still come to the place that I trust.
1: Yeah, pretty amazing. Uh, new uh, patients, by the way, get a free exam and free x-ray as well, and free laughing gas is pretty cool
5: yeah it's pretty cool
1: <laughs> yeah they make it come they make you comfortable i mean that's the idea it really
5: does it's really nice that they're really accommodating
1: so cool well lee thank you for jumping on the show we appreciate it of course all yeah. right number to call get on the calendar 385-557-0088 or simply drop on by 7681 south 700 east more straight ahead on the big show 97.5 and 1280 the zone